Welcome to the Double Deuce Podcast, an amazing show that lasts only 22 minutes and is for you, the listener. So soak it up. So here are your two big beer hosts, Will Averill and Nelson. Hey, Will, hit the timer. And we're here. You sound like you did. Double Deuce. I felt like you wasn't sure what you were going to say. I was going to say, and we're back, but I'm like, I shouldn't tell them that we're back because they don't know that we were just recording the last one. We're technically, we're always back. Well, yeah. Don't make me feel guilty about... Sorry, I didn't mean to... I'm trying really hard They came out... It was more aggressive than I meant. We've done, like... How many... What is this? Is it 79? 79. Oh, Jesus. We're still doing these? Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Have we won anything? Yeah. Oh, good. All right. Yeah. Excellent. What do we win? Hearts and minds. Oh, every single day Mm -hmm. in every single way. Thank you to all of you who listen. We don't say that enough. We should be more thankful. That's true. More mindful. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for listening. All of you. Yep. Amber. Even. Stefan. The rest. Stefan. Yep. The rest of you. Yep. Uh, uh, you know, Philadelphia represent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, you know, you were going to have a showdown with Stefan when you went on your England trip. Oh, no. Did that happen? I, I told him, I said, I apologize for <laughs> mispronouncing your name several times on uh-huh. air and, and like threatening to fight you. And he laughed because he also knows that he could kick my ass at any time. Yeah. Um, he could just fly over and punch me and I'd probably be too astounded to actually say anything. Uh, turns out he told me a great little story and that was uh-huh. that he, uh, grew up with family. Um, in, oh, you're gonna kill me, Stefan, but it's in North Carolina somewhere, I think. Uh, but I can't remember the name of the, the, the beach, something beach, uh, in North Carolina or South Carolina or in Virginia, somewhere <laughs> along the coast. One of those coast Somewhere places. in the, the mid south. Yeah, <laughs> and, and he, so he has American, country around he had American cousins from yeah. a young age and he started hearing all these stories of America mm-hmm. and he was growing up in the Myrtle Beach. No, no, Myrtle Beach. It's, 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 uh, it was, it's somewhere around. That's, that's, hey. a, that's a thing with beach and the title in the Carolinas. Well, look, I'm not looking for actual names. Let's that's just fine. make it something beach. Like, there's a lot of beaches. Listen, you're missing the point of the story. I am missing the point Stephen of the story. Stefan was growing. He's growing in Norwich, uh-huh. right? And he's telling me that apparently, like, there was a time in Norwich where you had to. Um, you had to plug your gas meters, like, like the gas meters were like coin op. So in order to get like heat in your house, you had to keep fucking running Damn. outside. When was that? The 70s? Meter. Uh, <laughs> it was well, when he was growing up. So yeah, 70s, 80s, I yeah. think around that time. And the telly mm-hmm. went off 50 P's. So you had to put 50 P in the telly. <laughs> oh, now man. he may have been fucking with me. <laughs> yeah, There's a chance know. that he's fucking with me. You know, he, he, throw, calling back to last episode, there are things I don't know about. And one of them is, the the energy situation yeah, in England like, in the seventies. Like, my understanding was not the economy not awesome. Right? No, no, <laughs> that, no mid to late seventies. It was not great. Uh-huh. And if you were to tell me, like, we had to run around the back of the TV and throw mm. coal in it to uh-huh. keep it going. And most like, of my understanding of like the English economy at that time comes from the filth and the fury, the, the Sex Pistols documentary. Yeah, which looks pretty grim. Yeah. If we're going to be honest. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Things, things were tough. Yeah, yeah. 
And also, most of my accent work comes <laughs> from Mary Poppins. Yeah, so, that was... That was uh, you know, I went back, and I've been gone for mm-hmm. six years now, mm-hmm. uh, and and surprisingly, my accent was still... My attempts at an English accent were still as bad yeah. as when I was actually living there. Yeah. So, just a, a little note that the time and distance doesn't make your accent work worse, uh, which, was, which was good to know. Yeah. Apparently, I still sounded like... Uh, Dick Van Dyke. Although I was actually more earnest in my attempts, so it was uh-huh. more funny to them. Yeah, <laughs> right. Because because I was actually trying to sound decent. Um, but anyway, yeah. So he had to load coal uh-huh. in the TV uh-huh. and fifty P's in the in the, in the gas meters, mm-hmm. and he's sitting there ta- hearing about his cousins in in something beach, mm-hmm. Carolinas, mm-hmm. Virginia, mm-hmm. and was he's it Virginia like, Beach? Maybe Virginia <laughs> Beach, North Carolina. Yeah. It could be no, South Carolina. Technically Virginia. Yeah. Anyway, the point is he thought it was exotic. And so mm-hmm. he thinks that everything American is relatively exotic. So he's like, I really, more than anything, I want to come see the lodge. I want to come see <laughs> the places you go and the things that you do. Like things that if we, if he's, we take for if granted. If he's having hot, high exotic beach dreams, then the lodge might be a little bit of a letdown. Look, I tried to <laughs> tell him that. Be a little bit of a letdown. The, the happy look on his face when he was talking uh-huh. about it. Like, like we were in exotic locale, like you and I are talking in the Maldives, you uh-huh. know, uh, and I, on wicker furniture with a wicker microphone, <laughs> uh, sipping pina coladas. I mean, it, 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 that's to, to Stefan. That's, that's how we're living, mm-hmm. and and that's you know, and that's the dream that he has. So I say, don't crush his dream, and he's welcome to come here. Oh yeah, and uh, and he, we will show him all the rooms. In the he can lodge. be a guest on the show. He can be a guest on the show. Mm-hmm. So Stefan, you know, he, get here. We'll put you on the show. It'll be a good time. So we got a lot of beach around this part of the country. We don't but... have any beach around this. this we're in the middle. We're in the middle stuff, and it's a big country. Uh, you you know that you've yeah. got relatives that live. Man, the coast in, of the Carolinas is nice. I hear that it's really I nice. Been there in a while. I, I I I went up to North Carolina the last time I was in Georgia. Mm-hmm. Georgia visiting my my relatives in Georgia mm-hmm. that I now have. See, that was pretty good, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but wife's wife's yeah. family's in mm-hmm. Georgia. They took us up to North Carolina. We mm-hmm. went to the the Biltmore. Uh, to the fancy fucking uh, Biltmore estate, mm-hmm. and then we ate this really bad meal in this really overpriced restaurant. Yeah, and drove home. It was nice. Nice. Yeah. Living the dream. Uh-huh. Yeah, nailed it. Uh, so anyway, nailed yeah. It. So uh, we don't have any corners or anything set for this one. No, we really don't have anything. I planned. feel like we should have done some pre-planning. You know, there's there's something I was thinking about. What's that? I don't know what it was. Oh, you know, you wanted to talk more about the fucking the the, the chicken erotica, but I don't know what your plan was with that. Oh, the chicken erotica. Yeah, uh, KFC. Yeah, Tender Wings of Desire. Yeah. a free book available yeah. on Amazon. Yeah, uh, Card Table Theater, our mm-hmm. local theater company that, that you and I are uh, an integral part of. Mm-hmm. Uh, we need to stage the first production. Mm-hmm. I figure we can get. You know, a I, chicken I, I feel like I, I asked for permission, but I, even if they don't. You know, what, what are they gonna, how are they going to find out? They aren't going to know. But here's if, the thing. If they won't pay attention to my direct correspondence with them via Twitter, how are they going to notice our promoting a thing happening on Twitter that doesn't necessarily actually even involve me calling them out? 
This is my thing. The advantage of an official sponsorship is we would get oh, yeah. probably no, we want that coleslaw. Oh yeah, and maybe even really coleslaw. Biscuits. Man, I hate coleslaw. You hate coleslaw? We need to. We need to. I'll eat coleslaw, dude. Well, but then what do I get out of it? I, you get not have to eat coleslaw because apparently you. I get to do that not. every day. Oh Jesus Christ! Yeah, my name's Mister No Coleslaw Nelson. Man, I, maybe that's why you're so angry all the time because I don't like coleslaw. Yep. I'm just why coleslaw. Why not? You know the two things I don't like in this world? Cabbage and mayonnaise. You know what coleslaw is? Those two things. Jesus, you don't like mayonnaise? Not really. How did you get this far in America? I mean, you know, if you really... if I don't mind it being involved in some things. I don't want it to be a major part of things. You know, mayonnaise can be an important part of certain like dips and other yeah. sauces and things like that. That's fine. But coleslaw is just mayonnaise and cabbage and like pepper and like. I feel like I'm questioning everything I thought I ever knew about I you. I don't like it. I you never mentioned it. Well, you never asked. Well, <laughs> we never made sandwiches in the whole year we lived together. There was not one chance to ask, "Do you want mayo or mustard?" Well, at the time we lived together, did I ever buy mayo? <laughs> did we even have mayo <laughs> in the apartment? Groceries? <laughs> I don't. I cut a few times. Yeah, it was mostly mac and cheese and milk. I mean, that was mainly what we lived off of, if I remember correctly. I mean, I, we definitely bought groceries. I don't know that we went shopping together a lot. No, that's though. true. That's we did. We did. No. So, so the whole yeah, mayo thing. A, couple, a few times it happened. But although generally, if we went shopping together, it's because we were specifically doing it. I feel like cabbage. I can understand because nobody goes out and is like, "Hey, you want to get cabbage together?" Mm-hmm. Like you don't yeah. ask your roommate. Except for like, like the bucket family, hey, man, and Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. That's true. Made a lot of hay on cabbage. They, but, they did love some. Cabbage. But I don't know. That, I don't think it was by choice. I think they were forced into that due to just extreme crushing poverty. Is, is it? Do you associate cabbage with extreme crushing poverty or being German? I mean, I don't not. Associated with extreme crushing poverty, I think that's I, that's not why I don't like it. Right. <laughs> but I mean, but I feel like it's an argument in my favor as to why it, it's not that good. Man, I just I feel like there's some good things that come out of cabbage. Man, I think you're selling cabbage short. But more importantly, I think you're selling name five good things that come out of cabbage. Red cabbage. <laughs> that's, that sour, doesn't come out of cabbage. It's just cabbage. Coleslaw. <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna. I, mean, I gotta knock red cabbage off that list. What? You're down to two. It's just cabbage. It doesn't come out. Of, it, but a thing cannot come out of itself to be a, a new thing when it's still itself. I feel like five things is arbitrary. You know, two like coleslaw and sauerkraut should be enough. Sauerkraut. That's like what the entire German palate is based on. Is is uh, an appreciation of sauerkraut. I. I, I the, and I don't think that's an overgeneralization. I don't, I don't, you I don't think you no, I don't think it's an overgeneralization. I'm just saying, like, I don't know that German cuisine is a fine benchmark that you need to be basing a whole lot of judgments on. Oh, now we're <laughs> shitting on German cuisine. I'm just saying. From coleslaw to the entirety of the Teutonic I'm just saying, uh, if, if their food was any good, why do they try to conquer all the places that had better food than them? To get that good food. Because they were fucking tired of cabbage and sauerkraut. They're like, we need to, we, we gotta get to fucking France and we need to get some of that French stuff. Now the because question. Because we can't eat this shit anymore. Now the question is, am I drunk enough to defend German <laughs> Which I think that's just a rabbit hole I don't want to go down. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna fiat. Yeah. Uh, and it's my old debate word. I'm gonna mm-hmm. fiat the argument on, 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 on German cuisine. 
and I'm going to feed out the five good things I love about cabbage. <laughs> and I'm just going to say that I think, I think maybe. I'm just saying I think we both scored a lot of points in that argument. Right. So the point is that we, there is this adaptation of this, this novella, or yes. there is this novella. Well, there's not we an adaptation to, yet, no. but I'm, but I, I, Plan to write the stage adaptation for Tender Wings of Desire. And I plan to be the director uh-huh. because I think it's a brilliant idea. And then we put it on whether or not we get coleslaw or biscuits or chicken. It's true. I'm just saying, like, extreme coleslaw. We can make coleslaw. Yeah. No, it's, it's true. And then I'll watch you guys eat it and judge you. I, I just feel like we I'll had eat, a, I'll I eat, eat some like biscuits. I feel like there's been a, like, like this must have been what Catholics felt like when there was a schism because yeah. I feel like we've been so simpatico about so many things for 79 shows mm-hmm. and all of a sudden you pull I don't 78 like and a half. I don't like cabbage. I don't. It's like what the fuck? How do you eat a fucking hot dog with kraut and mayo? I don't. Well, <laughs> then you have a problem. It sounds like you have a problem. No, it doesn't. Eating a hot dog with kraut and mayo. It's not the best <laughs> example. I was about to say, come on, listeners, kraut and mayo and a hot dog, come on. You, we've just totally alienated our German listenership. They're like, we do not like this show anymore. It has yeah. a good sense of humor, but now they don't like kraut. To be fair, I don't know that we have any German listeners. We might. Do we not? We should I check haven't paid attention map. to that. Yeah. I don't remember. Last I looked, I don't remember anyone in Germany listening. <laughs> Which is another point, I think, in my column of, of points against Germans. Whoa, 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 whoa. This show is just going, this is going way over the top. I'm, I'm kidding, we're, Germans. We're, you're, we're, you're the leaders of the free world now. We're and, discovering. Which, isn't it ironic that Germans starting wars in the early 20th century... Uh, for bad reasons, yeah. losing. And now all they really had to do was just... Hang back, make cars, and wait for us to kill ourselves. <laughs> now, now they're just able to just slide in by default. Yeah, a hundred years later, and the roles are almost completely reversed, and uh, and they're like the voice of reason. It's true. Because before like, those first wars, we were just hanging back and just making cars. Yeah. We were able to fucking slide in on that European <laughs> exactly. war thing to take over. So here's a... And Germany was like, that's a good idea. Here's just the, make cars. That's all you got to do. Uh, Stop. Well, Political science corner, <laughs> like just still hold back and build cars. Mm-hmm. That's all you got to do, and be cool, man. Everybody else is being an asshole. Be cool. Jesus, when did we forget to do that? Now I sound like somebody's drunk uncle rambling at the table. You know I am somebody's drunk uncle. <laughs> you are. I'm three kids you're, drunk uncle. You're anything. I were a drunk uncle. I am rambling proud, at a table. Proud about that. Proud. <laughs> That was Drunk Uncle Corner. <laughs> you're going to grow up, and you're going to know that I knew some things, and your parents are going to tell you some things, and they're not going to be the things that you think that I know, but I know that you don't know yet that you're going to know that I knew all along. For those of you who are listening, he's doing a lot of space work. He's doing a lot of leading. He's doing a lot of pointing. He's doing a lot of drunken things, right? He's doing a lot of like holding, deep, holding deep a beer and pointing with the same hand. Exactly, because that's what a good drunk uncle does. Have you ever seen a drunk uncle? I'm gonna at a Thanksgiving. What? Don't or a tell wedding. your dad that's what he's doing. I'm gonna get you that pony. 
No, I'm going to get you that pony. I'm just, I can't. I, shh. I'm going to make a stable. <laughs> I'm going to make a stable in your backyard <laughs> tonight. Don't worry. I'm going to sleep in the backyard. <laughs> anyway, that's. That was, you know, it, that reminded me. I don't know if we talked about it. I've been uh, at work. I listen to a lot of podcasts. I listen to a lot of audiobooks. I've been audiobooking like they've been putting out, you know, ever since Star Wars, like Reset Canon. They've been putting out some books. I like right. to listen to those books at work because they do a nice audio book, the Star Wars. They put the music, they put the sound effects, they oh, put nice. the shit in it. Nice. But there was, uh, they, the, some of them that they've been doing have been kind of, uh, Great Sarathi, where it's like, here's the storyline and then here's a lot of other side bits. And there was a nice Lando side bit where they were retaking Cloud City after Endor. And he, he's like trying to figure out what to get Han and Leia's kid as like a, <laughs> a baby present. And it, like just fucking Lando's like, I'm gonna get him a gun. <laughs> and it's his low body, you know, his like robot headed buddy is like, can't get a baby a gun. He's like, we'll put it in a box for him for when he's older. <laughs> he's also like, hey, we'll also, I'll give him a, anytime you're in trouble and you can't go to your parents, you come to Uncle Lando. <laughs> nice. nice. Like, I like the idea of Uncle Lando. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, I'm going to get him a gun and a get-out-of-jail-free card. That's what Lando gets a baby. <laughs> I, like, I think a shirt with Uncle Lando on it. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, kind of nice. We teach him about capes. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Well, do we have any other official corners that we want to hit? We've got a few more minutes left. Yeah. We're, we, we've still got time. We're at that point where we don't have to worry quite yet. But, but we, we probably are. We're closing in. I... I uh, it's a difficult point you hit this like it's 17 minutes because you're like, what do we do? But you feel like you can't get anything huge. We haven't done your marketing for this week, so maybe we should, should work on your, your marketing. Uh, I know it's really hard. Marketing. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, the... Uh, you know, here's another... I'm not going to... I don't have a suggestion, but I want to call it other good marketing I saw. Okay. You know, there's those 7-Up ads. They're like, what do you do with 7-Up? And there's been a couple of them, but there's one... And it's like some old ladies, and they're like, you can use this to make a spritz or something, or you can like mix it with whiskey at this underground fighting ring. And then it's just an other old lady, and they're like, Esther? And the, the narrator's like, you know Esther? And like, Esther's just there getting ready to fight. She's like in a fucking tank top and like wrapping her knuckles. And they're like, we thought you died. We went to your funeral. Yeah, turns out I'm alive. <laughs> What, who was that for? Seven Up. Nice, nice. <laughs> it's like about an old lady underground fighting arena, and I'm like, Seven Up. That's a good ad. Yeah, yeah. You did so that. Uh, if you're good if on you, Seven if Up, if you're looking for something to appeal, uh, an old lady fighting arena mm-hmm. is never a bad choice. It's good. It's 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 incongruous enough to uh-huh. be uh, to be to be uh, you know funny. It was well cast. I believe that old lady has beaten someone to death in an underground fighting arena. Yeah. I like it. That's, that's 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 good marketing. So yeah, you know, pick pick a pick a, a market that that hasn't been exploited yet, like old ladies who like to beat people up. Well, and I and I think with 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 more of the baby boomer generation mm-hmm. aging, yeah. they have a certain sense of irony mm-hmm. uh, that, that they sort of picked up from Gen Xers, and so so they enjoy seeing caricatures. They're, they're, of they're the, living longer and longer, and some of them like to fight. 
and they're the caricatures of the older selves that they are. They feel that they're not. Yes. Like, like I, I can I can enjoy this because it's an active elderly person mm-hmm. that uh, that that looks not like me because I'm an actual active young looking elderly person because I'm a narcissistic baby boomer and I grew up thinking everything was going to be great and then just lied my way through life and now I'm old and I still got social security and y'all are fucked but ha 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 I'm a old cynical ex-hippie who made a lot of money and suddenly coasted through a strong economy exactly I hate them hate them all hate strong word but they they, I don't really hate them they can be troublesome they're they're difficult they're 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 judgy and And we we can say whatever we want about them because they don't listen to podcasts a lot here's what they don't do they don't sit back and make cars and just be cool. Yeah. You know, that's that's exactly what they don't do. Exactly. That's the problem. They stopped doing that. They stopped they doing stopped that. They stopped making cars. Their and parents and made cars, and then they went, oh, well, everything's great. And then we went, oh. They were like, you know, making cars is cool, but it'd be a lot better if we just, you know, sold the, the, the means to make the cars to other countries and... Then fucking go to a beach and... You sure you want to come here, Stephen, and hang out with your American uncle? Because I'll tell you, buddy, it's not all great over here. Plug your meters and keep your TVs loaded with coal. Because (laughs) we got problems too, my friend. And it starts with T and ends with P. And in between is rum. <laughs> so drink. You know, think, here's the thing. Maybe it's late to get into it. Podcasts, maybe uh, coming at coming at our betters. That fucking S Town podcast that was gigantic. Yeah, I was not impressed. I really liked the all. serial one, and I haven't listened. To I like serial a lot. Well, here's the thing. I like a true crime podcast, and I feel like it built itself as a true crime podcast. But it was just like uh, kind of a, a sad southern guy who grew up in a shitty place and was gay and smart and was kind of felt, never felt a part of anything from that. But it was all, basically just manipulated a reporter to like come and make him famous was my take on it. I kind of stopped listening out because I'm like, eh, I'm kind of worth this now. I kind of, it's vaguely interesting. It's not. Eight hours, interesting. Yeah, yeah. I, I, if we had a production company that could do spoofs with higher production value, and I feel like they 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 rode the serial wave too to like everyone listening because they're like there was produ- like serial producers involved, and there's like an S in the title, which was also not about what it was about. Oh, and that's our time. It's like I I stopped. Well, that might be that might be a hot take. It might go against what some people think. I just I haven't I've heard the what I've heard most about it is like it's huge. Everyone's listening to it. I haven't heard a lot of people talking about it within its own merits. It's like it's good. <laughs> yeah, I've enjoy. heard a lot of actually that. I've heard a lot of everyone's listening to it. Not a lot of it's fucking great. It just seemed, it seemed like a This American Life piece that they stretched into fucking eight hours. That uh, would have been would have probably been a real good like maybe hour. Yeah, that's it's probably not untrue. I don't know. I I haven't. Done I, I don't. I don't want to just come. Like I know you know there are much more successful podcasts than us. I, I'm not trying to be bitter about it. There's other podcasts that you know are big that I'm like I don't care for it. But I'm just that one was like I just don't know. I don't well, know what, what the hype. Why the hype? 
Next time we travel to a small southern mining town in the Carolinas Mm -hmm. and we visit a family where one child doesn't fit in. But did he commit a murder? But probably not. But we'll find out. We ain't traveling. No, we ain't. We We ain't got no money. We don't need traveling. What Carolinas? What Carolina? I know the Carolinas. You don't know. I know. But at least I like cabbage. At least I like cabbage. That's your argument. At least I like cabbage. This thing's going way over. Let's just leave it there. We probably should. Double Double deuce. deuce. Contact us at doubledeucepod at gmail.com is our email. Twitter at doubledeucepod. We are also on Facebook as doubledeucepodcast. We're also on iTunes, so please uh, subscribe to us and also leave a review with some stars if you liked it. If not, uh, we've been uh, some other podcast.